The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Hello, welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 261. I am your automatic host. I have been initiated as a result of the show in lockdown due to Tropical Storm Barry. Yes, the Tropical Storm is hitting the Gulf Coast area of Louisiana where Mr. Nelson resides along with his imaginary friends Lefty and Red. So, Please sit back and enjoy pre-taped crap from Mr. Nelson, including Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol's latest episode in their adventures in space somewhere near the planet Uranus. Ha 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 ha. Get it? I said a word that seems to refer to your rectal area, and yet it's actually a planet. Ha 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 ha. More of this and other ha-has coming your way. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Teen mom struck boyfriend with shoes while he held toddler. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Teen mom star Amber Portwood struck her boyfriend in the neck with her shoe while he hailed their one-year-old son in Indianapolis and then threatened him with a machete, according to a probable cause affidavit. Portwood is being charged with domestic battery in the presence of a child as a result of the incident which happened on Anchorage Drive in the Geese area. She faces two felony counts criminal recklessness and domestic battery, and a misdemeanor count, domestic battery. The affidavit says Portwood's boyfriend texted a Geist patrol officer at 2.14 a.m. saying, I need help. My life and my son's life is in danger. An officer with the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department then responded to the domestic disturbance. When the IMPD officer arrived, he spoke with the boyfriend, who said he and Portwood had been in a verbal altercation at about 2 a.m. During the argument, he claims Portwood grew increasingly agitated until she struck him with her shoe Ah! in the right side of his neck, Ah! causing pain and abrasions. The officer says he observed redness and abrasion to the right side of the man's neck. She was upset that he'd dropped the ball on plans to see fireworks that night because... The roads were blocked. The boyfriend says he was holding their one-year-old child when Portwood hit him. Ah! But the toddler was unharmed. The man also stated Portwood had struck him several times in the past and had threatened him countless other times with physical violence. He said she picked up a machete, prompting him to lock himself in an office. She hit the door with the machete, kicked the door, and broke the handle. At one point, she took a handful of pills and threatened to kill herself. She later regurgitated the pills. The affidavit says Portwood admitted to the officer that she struck her boyfriend with the shoe, but said it was in the shoulder and 
I barely hit him. She said she struck him because she was frustrated that he was recording her yelling. Boy, <laughs> be fun to hear that, huh? Anyway, Portwood was then placed in handcuffs and arrested for domestic battery in the presence of a child. This isn't Portwood's first brush with the law. She was charged with domestic violence in 2010 after footage from her MTV show prompted an investigation into abuse against her boyfriend. <laughs> in, two, in December 2011, she faced drug charges and was accused of violating her probation. Oh boy. She was given a five-year suspended sentence, but failed to take a required blood test and eventually went to prison. According to TMZ, she served 17 months in prison before being released for good behavior. Well, well. Oh boy, another star is born from MTV, huh? This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Sometimes I feel fat and unattractive. But then I go shop at Walmart where the average customer is at least 400 pounds. And I'm nowhere near in that ballpark, so I feel great. <laughs> Thank you, Walmart. Yes, Walmart, where you can simply look around and feel better about yourself. Unless, of course, you're regular. Say, gang, why not help out the Mr. Nelson Show by hopping on over to my Cellfi store at cellfi.com slash Nelson, where you can visit the Nelson Theater. Yes, there's plenty of my poor man mystery science theater of crappy old movies just for you. Full movies, $1.75, short films, 90 cents. It's like watching a movie with me. Such as Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Conquer the Universe, Chapter 2. Yes, in Chapter 2, Mean pounce and feels sorry for himself while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. <laughs> what more do you want? Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. But it also includes inappropriate laugh tracks and cartoon sound effects along with my smart-ass commentary. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's Nelson. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can find Flash Gordon along with all the other goodies for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for... Perhaps, but maybe not. In Cornish folklore, the Owl Man, sometimes referred to as the Cornish Owl Man, or the Owl Man of Monon, is an owl-like creature said to have been seen around mid-1976 in the village of Monon, Cornwall, in Britain. The Owlman is sometimes compared to Mothman. However, a Eurasian eagle owl is likely the source of the legend. The story originated when Tony Doc Shields claimed to have investigated a report of two young girls on holiday and Monon who saw a large winged creature 
hovering above the tower of St. Martin and St. Stephen's Church on April 17, 1976. According to most versions of the story, the girls, identified as June and Vicky Milling, were so frightened by the sight of a large feathered bird man that their father, Doc, immediately cut short their family holiday after hearing their tale. According to Shields, one of the girls provided him with a drawing of the creature, which he dubbed Owlman. The story was subsequently related in a pamphlet entitled Morgar, the Monster of Foulmouth Bay by Anthony Monin Peller, which circulated throughout Cornwall in 1976. According to Shields, Owlman was reported again. On July the 3rd, by two 14-year-old girls identified as Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry, who were aware of the Owlman tale. According to the story, the two girls were camping when they were confronted by a big owl with pointed ears, as big as a man. I assume they mean the size and overall, not... Not ears as big as a man, but anyway, with glowing eyes and black, pincer-like claws. Sporadic claims of owlman sightings in the vicinity of the church circulated in 1978, 1979, 1989, and 1995. And according to legend, a loud, owl-like sound could be heard at night in the Moulin churchyard during the year 2000. According to author Joe Nickel, church towers are common nesting places for barn owls, which were likely the source of the sightings. Author and 14 TV presenter Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe also identifies the sighting of a Eurasian eagle owl as a likely source of the legend. Occult historian Gareth Medway suggested that the whole thing may have been a hoax by Shields, who had a reputation for hoaxing. Medway noted that witnesses claiming encounters with the legendary monster were either Doc Shields or friends of Doc Shields or relatives of Doc Shields or reported their sightings to Doc Shields and to no one else or else wrote letters describing what they had seen to newspapers and were never interviewed by anyone. Which, well, how'd they get the article? I don't know. Anyway, could have been a barn owl, an Eurasian eagle owl, or a mysterious birdman-like creature. Could it be any of those or none at all? Perhaps. But maybe not. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Do you know that if the 46 million boxes of X-Lax that were used in America alone last year were piled one on top of the other, they would reach more than 116 times higher than Mount Fujiyama, the highest mountain in Japan... What an amazing record for one product to achieve. Or should we say, what an amazing product to achieve that record. 
Either way, there are good reasons for it. To begin with, X-Lax is as mild and gentle as a laxative should be. And yet, for all its mildness, it is thoroughly and completely effective. Then, too, X-Lax is so delightful to take. It tastes like the finest, most delicious chocolate. It is this rare combination of qualities that has made X-Lax the largest seller in the whole wide world. So when you or any member of your family needs a laxative, won't you try X-Lax and find out just how good, how pleasant it is, and how inexpensive, too? It is only 10 cents a box at any drugstore. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters? Is that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where are they? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. comes a space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! In our last episode, the crew of the Edsel had concluded that, yes, Admiral Johnny Ray had somehow mutated and is still mutating into some sort of powerful demigod or something. Anyway, it's up to Captain Bubba Stargon to try to put a stop to it as to how he'll do it. Well, uh, well, let's see how he does that. Uh, hey there, Johnny Ray. Uh, wh- wh- what's up, huh? <laughs> I, think I think you, you know, know exactly, exactly what's, what's going, going on, Bubba. Don't, don't play don't foolish with me. Well, well, I'm sure that's hard for you and Case, but nevertheless, I know what's up. Well, you've all turned against me. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> You're just being paranoid. It's just Look, uh, a few strange things have happened, you know, besides your eyes glowing like that and that uh, weird reverb on your, your voice. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, booze is in a coma. So, so we're just going to need you to stay put here uh, in sick bay. Uh, well, while we, uh, get back to, uh, Uranus Station, and, uh, we're gonna have to put you in a force field cell, alright? Until we can figure things out. It shouldn't take too long, so, uh, just, just sit there and, and don't do uh, anything. How's that sound? Forget it, Bubba. I will not be ordered by mere mortal pissants like you. Hey, come on now, you, you just stop there right now, buddy. Because uh, I'm captain of the ship here, and sure you outrank me, 
but uh, you haven't been released from sickbay yet, and uh, you put the doctor in a coma so he can't release you, so <laughs> stupid, didn't think that one through, did you? So, uh, no, 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 I'm in command and in charge here, and you're gonna do what I just told you to do. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba, don't, don't quote, quote regulations to me. After all, you are unfit for command as you have erroneously achieved it. What's that supposed to mean? With my new telepathic abilities, Bubba, I now know all your secrets and how you have withheld the truth that you, Mr. Spot, and Dr. Booze had failed are actually from the 21st century. Oh, you have been abducted yeah, well, by aliens and taken to another galaxy. Yeah, yeah, well, by the time you got back, the time distance had changed, yeah, and the Earth was now 200 years into the future. Well, yeah, but come on, so like that. Upon your return, you brought with you one Lloyd Thane. Nah, he stowed away. We didn't know he was coming. An alien from that galaxy. Yeah, well. And you covered up and faked your identities to infiltrate our society. That easily disqualifies you from command. Oh. That, well, screw this, I can tell you're not going to be uh, reasonable here, so uh, pound 9,000, activate force field. Negative, sir. Negative? Why the hell not? As per regulations, you are not in command and therefore cannot give orders. <laughs> well, you feel for his... BS about being telepathetic or whatever, come on! It's, it's not, not only that, Bubba. Due to my powers, I now know that you have literally been sleeping with the enemy. What? What the hell are you talking about? Lieutenant Ludy is a Martian spy. <laughs> no, no, no. See, if she was up to that kind of thing, I'd know about it. I mean, <laughs> we're pretty intimate these days. <laughs> she only sleeps with you to blind you to the truth of her betrayal now, come and to access your cabin with which she uses your special captain's codes and communication array to cloud her ability to contact the Martian warlord Magnus Rex. No, 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 you don't understand. I mean, she's so into me. Every time I walk in on her, she immediately, you know, uh, pulls my pants down and gives me one, you know? I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's, what, uh, what? Oh, wait a minute. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Well, well, fair enough, Bubba. This whole war is meaningless, and I will now bring it to an end as I have studied Dr. Saurus Lear's wormhole abilities, and I will expand upon it and destroy the Martian Armada within a few minutes. And then I will end the rule of Earth as well, because I have grown weary of humanity's flaws. I am now the future, and I will make a new human race that is far superior than what has gone on before. Oh, come on, you can't be serious. I mean, first of all, that sounds like a lot of work, you know? No, Bubba. Huh? Angel Johnny Jeeps. Ray is correct. It's the only way. I, I, I see it now. Holy crap, your eyes are glowing too. So, Tushy, you too have opened your eyes and seen the light. Yes, yes, Johnny. It, it, for some reason, the process just took a little longer for me. Oh, great. Now there's two of you. Oh, no, is this true? Could this be the end of humanity at the hands of two mutated gods? Find out in the next exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Podcast!
Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Tonight, I have a new report for you. A most important one, too. Because when you're asked to try a cigarette, you want to know and you ought to know what that cigarette is meant to people who smoke it all the time. After a full year of observation, a medical specialist who has given a group of Chesterfield smokers thorough examinations every two months for the full year reports no adverse effects to their nose, throat, or sinuses from smoking Chesterfield. More and more men and women all over the country are finding out every day that Chesterfield is best for them. Enjoy your smoking. Try Chesterfields today. They're best for you. Much milder, with an extraordinarily good taste. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Get ready for Mr. Nelson Riff's Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3. Yes, all you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com. Slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N Yes, it's just that simple And there you can get your hands on Mr. Nelson Riffs Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3 For only 90 cents It'll be like watching a movie with me On your phone or other device Uh, Flash Gordon and his crew Get caught in an avalanche while Dr. Zarkov Gets in an aerial dogfight With Ming's thugs After that, Zarkov Battles his crew over the break room Microwave this film, on occasion, includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Nelson Theater at Selfie.com slash Nelson and order your 90 cents digital copy of this lovely little treatment of an old legendary film today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. An organ woman had three organs removed over the course of her life. But before her death, at age 99, Only one doctor had noted anything unusual about her insides. That changed in a big way when Rosemary Bentley's body arrived at Oregon Health and Science University in Portland. Bentley, who to be 
ABC reports, died in 2017 and donated her body to science. And a gross anatomy class initially realized something was atypical when they struggled to find a major blood vessel. It was only later, in 2018, the class realized a number of her organs were transposed. Bitly had a rare condition called Citus Inversus with Levocardia. Her press release from the university it occurs in just one in every 22,000 births and is generally associated with an earlier mortality. Well, not this time. There are records of just two people living into their 70s with the condition. And assistant professor of anatomy Cameron Walker believes Bentley may have lived longer than anyone else with the condition. While her heart was in the correct place, her liver, stomach, and other abdominal organs were on her left as well. Her appendix, which was one of the organs she'd had removed, wasn't where it typically should be. Something the surgeon noted at the time. He probably should have looked more into it, but well. My mom would think she was so cool, says one of her five children. She would be tickled pink that she could teach something like this she would probably get a big smile on her face, knowing that she was different, but made it through. Well, talk about being happy to get up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> so, could it be true? Well, yeah, it is. It's been documented. She had her organs on the wrong side, and she's the longest living one of that rare condition. But... Could it be true that she would have been tickled pink to have this knowledge? Perhaps, but maybe not. Ha ha ha! I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. This concludes the program. I will now play the end theme song. Stay tuned for the stinger. There will be a stinger at the end of the ending theme song. Please pay attention. There will be a quiz. Ha ha ha! That was a joke. Good night. views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. 